This is session 47, part one of the law of one. Let's talk about fourth density harvest. Let's begin. In this session, we're getting out of the personal questions that we kind of get used in session 44, 45, and 46. And now we're entering more of the territory of the questions that are general about the law of one and the model that is presented by Ra. So we're gonna cover the first half because this has a very heavy question in the middle of it, and I don't wanna cover it here. So we're gonna start covering basically just all the information regarding the fourth density um, harvest, which is a follow-up from the question that Don had at the end of last session and that Ra didn't want to push any more the limits of Carla's energy, which again, we're uh, kind of low still. And that's, that's all I got for, for a refresher. We haven't talked about anything too profound so far, uh, but we're going to get into that in this session. So the first question I omitted from the slides because it was Don simply asking um, the condition of Carla and Ra simply said that she was as previously, state, previously stated, which uh, just seems like she was uh, low in energy, vital energy and physical as well. So this was still after, I think, three days after the last session. So they had been taking breaks in between the sessions and not going balls to the wall with uh, with the channeling. So they were taking care more of, of themselves, especially Carla. So they they took um, heed of what uh, Ra had to say. So we're gonna start with the first question that I have, which is question two after Don asks the condition of Carla. And he says, the question that I was trying to ask at the end of the last session was, of what value the evolution or experience in the creator knowing himself are the positive and negative social memory complexes that from starting that from starting in fourth density and why was this planned by the logos uh, he, he's basically asking why uh, why social memory complexes like what's what's the um, what's the lesson what is it that uh, kind of helps the creator to know itself and uh, there's something key of what value of the evolution experience of the creator knowing himself are the positive and negative social memory complex and why was it planned by the logos now uh, Ross says there are inherently I'm gonna read it and then I'll explain there are inherent incorrectnesses in your query however we may answer the main point of it the incorrectness lies in the consideration that social memory complexes were planned by the logos or sub logos this is incorrect as the unity of the creator exists within the smallest portion of any material created by love, much less in a self-aware being. So, first, Don wanted to know why, what's the purpose of, um, yeah, this kind of sets up the, um, the foundation for the answer of what Don's asking. Remember, the question that Don had was, what's the use of social memory complexes for positive and negative for the creator knowing itself and they even though i think the the, the line of questions were uh were not in that uh, regard we're still gonna get some nice um information about the um, the reason why social memory complexes uh, arise and especially the negative one but i don't want to get ahead of myself so Don wanted to know what's the purpose and why would the Logos plan it? That's the incorrect part, that the Logos doesn't plan this because this is actually inherent in the, um, in the, in the creation, like they say. Where do they say this? First they said, uh, okay, we may answer. The credit lies in the consideration that social memory complex are planned by the Logos or sub-Logos. It's not correct that the social memory complexes are planned by the Logos because unity, and that's the purpose of a social memory complex, just remember everything is spiraling up to unity. Every single part of the creation from 
the unmanifested matter or energy that is out there, potential um, intelligent infinity, manifested intelligent energy that goes through the cycle of materialization to, uh, to sentient beings, to living beings that are aware of themselves, to uh, the transpersonal um, evolution of the soul, and then the soul's journey back to unity. So this is all a process of unity. This is why we end up in a black hole. <laughs> that sounds funny, you know, for the people who are science oriented and have, like me, had this idea that black holes were like, I don't know, the, the, the mysterious uh, evil of, of the universe that will uh, engulf the whole creation. But quite in fact, black holes are just a return to unity, just like a star is the beginning of life and matter and everything else. So um, white holes and black holes are life and death, inhale and exhale. So uh, that is the purpose. I mean, the unity is present in everything. Well, there's one portion that I, it's, it's important to make um, a clarification is when they say, much less in a self-aware being. They actually say, okay, the unity of the creator exists within the smallest portion of any material created by love, which is anything that exists, uh, much less in a self-aware being. Now, as you can surmise, my English is not my first language and I am not really familiar with the idioms and uh, the sayings and the, um, the phrases that are used, but much less apparently also means, because much less just means like less than, or um, um, it, it's almost saying like, you know, it doesn't exist or it exists less, but apparently it also it means, you know, more over or uh, more importantly or more pronounced or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> this is this escapes my English vocabulary, but that's what it means. You know, it's uh, in fact in the Spanish version they translated it as specially, because we don't have such idiom. In um, I think the the law of one that info has it notes that says in this context, uh, much less means especially so. So yeah, I guess. Especially so, that's exactly what they translated it in, in Spanish. So it's, it's basically seeing, saying that unity is present in all particles, in all patterns of movement in the creation, moreover in the self-aware being. So that makes sense. All right, there's more to this question. And Ron's going to say, however, the distortion of free will causes the social memory complex to appear as a possibility at a certain stage of evolution of mind. The purpose or consideration which causes entities to form such complexes of these social memory complexes is a very simple extension of the basic distortion towards the creator's knowing, it, knowing of itself. For when a group of mind-body-spirits become able to form a social memory complex, all experience of each entity is available to the whole of the complex. Thus the creator knows more of its creation in each entity partaking of this communion of entities. So. Uh, this is further explaining why social memory complexes seem to be like a, a choice or a, an obvious um, process of evolution because uh, like I say it's free will the distortion of free will makes it that social memory complex to appear as a possibility at a certain stage it's not a possibility it's it's, it's the only way <laughs> we can only go back in unity or to unity in unity. <laughs> so, uh, but for us, just like here, our separation is not obvious, you know? So it is a possibility that we are one. This is still contended <laughs> by the majority of the world. So things that are obvious to us are not so obvious when you apply free will because free will just say, well, what is to say? Like, what are the proofs? Show me empirical evidence that we are one. Um, you know, so third density is, is such a great example. I think third density is the best densities of all because it just shows uh, it has the the greatest level of illusion and uh, so much so much game uh, or games can be played here. In any case, so that's the purpose of free will. You know, in terms of 
social memory complex, it just appears as a possibility at a certain stage of evolution of mind. Again, this is an evolution of mind, certainly not of body. Um, the purpose or consideration which causes entities to form such complexes of these social memory complexes is a very simple extension of the basic distortion towards the creator's known of itself. For when a group of mind-body-spirits complex, uh, mind, mind-body-spirits, not a complex, become able to form a social memory complex. See, it's almost like we are uh, we're opening up uh, to the the obvious knowledge once you have once you have acquired a certain degree of desire to know the creator which is you then you realize and this is in third density you realize that you you need to know other people you need to uh, understand other people this is what we're doing here so the more we can understand other people and accept them and love them for that then the more we're going to love ourselves because the more we will know ourselves this is a, a, a transactional um, process that is going uh, day by day. Our resistance to that is what causes all our emotional outrages and our separations and so on, just because we're not willing to accept that we are one. And I know that phrase is used so much now, like, you know, love is everything and so on. So, you know, and I don't mean to sound uh, dismissive about this, but... Um, we are one means that you really have to see the unity in everything and that means you projecting yourself on everything it's uh and and you see it's not this is where advanced knowledge is required because when you say you project yourself in other people sure you can use the therapeutic effect or um shall i say use um utilization of the ego to see the illusion but more importantly as you advance you will use your inner self projected in others so you can actually start seeing the compassion the natural compassion that arises from knowing that other people are not the illusion ego that you already got rid of and they are simply the same expression that you are but playing a different character and so you know it goes into deeper layers but this is where the uh, the advanced um, initiate, uh, whatever you want to call it, somebody who has been through this process of recognizing the true nature of reality, in the sense of of well, I can there's no more sense <laughs> the the nature of reality, which is unity. Um, it, it advances to the point that they simply want to uh, commune with people in that way. And this is what happens when, uh, or this is what leads to social memory complexes because you, at least in the positive side, the negative side is a whole mess. Uh, they still form their social memory complexes, but it's a mess, literally. Um, but in this way, in the positive sense, entities just want to revolve around each other and know more about themselves. That's why when they say, uh, able to form social, all, ex- all experience of each entity is available to the whole of the complex. So in essence, everything that I have lived, my whole experience, like how we open with friends, it's the same thing. Like your best friend who you talk to about anything, you can open and say, you know, whatever it is, no judgments and you know you feel safe. That's what happens in social memory complex because you don't feel judged anymore. You just open yourself and be who you are. And so the other one benefits from that. And so the other, and it's a chain reaction and... That is the the whole social memory complex. This can happen in third density. I'll mention it over and over again. Just because even though it is said that it's quite rare and it's also really um, improbable that can happen, it is always a possibility. So in third density, we can still create a social memory complex. And we're creating the foundations here. No matter. No matter if we reached fourth density before... I don't know. I just like to mention this stuff because I don't. I don't want to sound like there's there's a set, you know, place for 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 things to happen. All possibilities are always there. All right. So those thus the creator knows more of its creation and each entity partaking of this community of entities. Of course, united we are stronger. All right. So question three. Don says we chose the values of 
or were given the values of better than 50% service to others for for density positive and better than 95% service to self for fourth density negative social memory complexes. Do these two values correspond to the same rate, shall I say, of vibration? Oh, this is a convoluted one. <laughs> uh, Ra says, I perceive you have difficulty in expressing your query. We shall respond in an attempt to clarify your query. The vibratory rates are not to be understood as the same in positive and negative orientations. They are to be understood as having the power to accept and work with intelligent infinity to a certain degree or intensity. Due to the fact that the primary color, shall we say, or energy blue is missing from the negatively oriented system of power, the green-blue vibratory energies are not seen in the vibratory schedules or patterns of negative fourth and fifth rate rates of vibration. So what did Ra mean here? <laughs> this is so um, this is so complex when you see it. I mean, you read it the first time. Um, okay, first of all. Let's let's get into Don's question. Don says that okay, we know 50 51% or more is graduation for positive four density. 95% or more um, I think it's 95% or more more. See that there's I think there's a misconception here cuz I think it 50% is not enough. Ross said 51% not that these percentages matter because we don't know how to measure them uh we can only have an idea of how this works and i'll give you an idea um but 95 percent is enough i think it's 95 percent and 51 percent so if i can correct anything here in don's question it's 51 percent and it'll make sense so um negative social memory complexes do these two values correspond to the same rate of vibration um and this is where Ra goes very specific and says, well, um, you know, the vibratory rates are not to be understood as the same in positive and negative orientations. Because, remember, I, let me explain this and then we'll keep reading. The negative entity intensifies the vibrations of red, orange, and yellow. More importantly, orange and yellow rays. Um, because it needs to block block the heart. So it creates a different pattern of vibration, for sure. And that can be understood. Imagine uh, three notes being played as opposed to five or six. In this case, it's five. Let's compare three to five. The vibration resulting from that is going to be different. The combination of colors, even in the aura, it's completely different. So the rate of vibration is different um that's easy to understand the positive obviously i didn't mention but the positive doesn't block the heart and it's uniformly uh vibrating in all energy centers as the energy is flowing so everybody has their own unique uh poem tone poem as ron says their own music playing but the negative entity needs to uh, it also has of course their own unique vibration but it's intensifying these red orange and yellow um, so that's the the uh, the part of the question that is like you shouldn't understand vibratory rates as being the same in positive and negative orientations because there are different uh, keys in the piano being played. Let's put it that way. They are to be understood as having the power to accept and work with intelligent infinity to a certain degree or intensity. What does that mean? Remember, the negative entity blocks the heart so it can intensify the energy through these energy centers, the lower energy centers, which are manifested as control, manipulation, uh, power over others, and so on. And with that intensity, they can actually contact because of the intensity of the work being done there, and that's why they need 95% service to self, they can contact intelligent infinity. They can see themselves so much as gods that and this is my interpretation this is not by the law of one by the way just disclaimer um this is how i see it in the entity that um, intensifies so much their own selfishness they can see themselves as gods but gods of the universe masters of the universe he men <laughs> terrible uh remake that they made by the way terrible um 
So <laughs> the uh, the master of the universe being this negative entity, Skeletor. <laughs> uh, who's my age? Who doesn't know He-Man? Come on. Um, <laughs> this master of the universe can contact Intelligent Infinity by its own will and faith. Um, and so that is the power that they mean here, the power to accept and work with Intelligent Infinity to a certain degree or intensity. Now the positive being simply activates all energy centers and sees through uh, universal love and expression of the self contact with Intelligent Infinity through Indigo Ray. Um, now you see when they say, due to the fact that the primary color, which is one of the primary colors, uh, red, yellow, blue, they say, or energy blue is missing from the negatively oriented system of power. I'm going to clarify something here that students of the Law of One don't um, don't seem to be... Uh, actually, interpretation of the Law of One, and there are reasons why they don't... Not that they don't agree, but it's, um, it's open to interpretation. Of course, I'm going to give my interpretation here. Um... Of something let me finish it and I'll, and I'll put because this is important actually all right so um, blue is missing in the negative entity the green blue um, vibratory energies are not seen in the vibratory schedules or patterns of negative fourth and fifth rates of vibration of course because like I said you know those keys are not being played basically that part is saying that green and blue are not being played by the negative entity positive entity it is playing it in harmony the negative not. So what what do I want to clarify through my interpretation? Again, disclaimer, this is me, Gabriel, um, explaining this. Ra sometimes confuses us, and I think there's there's reasons for that. And I'll try to discern the reason here. Because Ra sometimes says that negative entities make use of blue energy um which is the negative use of wisdom okay now here they're saying that they don't they don't have blue so what is it how do they contact intelligent infinity now i'll give you my model which is subject to uh, to change so don't don't believe it but this is how i make sense of this pay attention to this one because i think it makes sense to me right now negative entities play with their three energy centers the lower energy centers and as they intensify this, they can contact Intelligent Infinity through the Indigo Ray. Makes sense to me. They are obviating the blue and green energy uh, centers. Sometimes Ra talks about this green-blue energy centers. They call it green-blue here, blue-green, doesn't matter. It's a, it's a mix. This is why also the Chinese call Jin the, um, the heart-mind. That is... Um, that's what our mind is, the transpersonal mind, the unconditional love mind that sees the world as it is. Um, so the negative is not using that. Now, Ra is saying here, and I think this is the important part when they say, the negatively oriented system of power. System of power, that phrase right there to me says it all. The system of power of a negative entity is the three lower energy centers. That doesn't mean that they cannot use uh, blue, um, blue wisdom energy center, because they they're able to distort everything. We can see it here in third density. Uh, I don't want to say that they can also um, use green. It's not that they use it, but they have an understanding of it. They just don't believe it. Obviously, they say love. What is that? Well, some people believe in it. Let's twist it around. And you can see this in third density here, how they use love as a means for their purpose. They will use anything, anything for their purposes. So it's not that they don't use it. They distort it, twist it for their own benefit. That to me makes sense. They can use green and blue. They just don't use it in their system of power. And the system of power is how you access intelligent infinity. So to me, while they don't have it, they don't use it internally. They're green and blue, it's not an, an inner thing. They use it as the external world to manipulate. So that to me makes a lot of sense. I don't know, 
let me know what you think because I know Ra mentions that they do use blue but to me this, this is how they use it they twist it they invert everything if you have watched David Icke which I highly recommend to a certain degree I think David Icke uh, goes a little bit too much into uh, the fear of um, the fear of the, pos the the illusory power that the elite has uh, I have my discrepancies there but I think for for the rest he's phenomenal I have other discrepancies with him, but that's just the nature of things. I'm, I'm recommending you, David. I, I love the man. Um, he talks about um, how this, he calls them reptilians, they invert everything. They just take something and invert it. Always, always. And this makes sense in our whole system of uh, social structure. So anyhow, I'm ranting too much here. We have more to cover. I hope this makes sense. Leave me a comment if it doesn't. We got to finish this question. And Ra says, um, to finish it up, the positive, upon the other hand, shall we say, has the full spectrum of true color time space vibratory patterns and thus contains a variant vibratory pattern or schedule. Each is capable of doing fourth density work. This is the criterion for harvest. So you see, just to finish this up really quick, um, like I said, the positive simply uses the full spectrum of true color time space vibratory patterns, basically just all uh, energy centers in time space because that's where our energy centers are. We don't have them here uh, manifested in the physical reality. This is the manifested uh, physical reality of the energy centers. What you see here um, and over there where you are, <laughs> everybody else, but they exist in true, uh, true color time space. That's important, true color time space. That is the true manifestation of our energy centers. Um, and thus contains a variant vibratory pattern or schedule, different from negatives, of course. Each is capable of doing fourth density work through their system of power. Like I said, I think that's the phrase that needs to be used here to discern between the negative entity using blue, at least blue, which is wisdom, twisted wisdom. True wisdom is knowing that you are, you are one. Uh, negative use of wisdom is using that, uh, that idea for domination. You know, yes, we are one, but <laughs> I'm superior than you, so you need to pay attention to me. In any case, uh, let's go. Don says, see, Don, further questions. Did you say that blue was missing from fourth density negative? I don't know if they had mentioned in the past already that they used blue. So, Ross says, let us clarify further. As we have previously stated, all beings have the potential for all possible vibratory rates. Thus, the potential of the green and blue energy center activation is, of course, precisely where it must be in a creation of love. However, the negatively polarized entity will have achieved harvest due to extremely efficient use of red and yellow orange. Red and yellow orange moving directly to the gateway indigo, bringing through this intelligent energy channel the streaming of intelligent infinity. This, I think, solidifies my point when I say that it's about the system of power that gives them access to Indigo Ray to make use of Intelligent Infinity. See, what Ra is saying here, because Don says, are you saying that the negative entity is missing blue? It's not that they're missing blue. They have green and blue for sure there, because when they uh, switch to positive, which they will eventually at some point, and we'll get to that, um, where is it? Did they miss it? Do they go retrieve it from the logos? <laughs> I mean, it's always there. So that's what Ra is saying, you know, as we have previously stated, all beings have the potential for all possible vibratory rates. I mean, everybody is the same. Everybody has uh, all energy centers in potentiation. That is what potentiation means. Potentia, poten potential, potential, uh, potential. It means that it's there, you know, for, for possible use, but it's not being used. Okay, and that's the negative entities. It, they shut it. Okay, now see how they say, and I think this was pretty obvious after I explained everything in the last question. Um, everything, I like, I love how they say precisely where it must be in a creation of love. This is a creation of love and has everything, but the negative entity just decides not to use it for the nuns and they continue being that way. And Ra continues and says, However, the negatively polarized entity will have achieved harvest due to extremely efficient use of red, yellow, orange, moving directly, directly 
see from the work of these three lower energy centers they move directly to the gateway indigo bringing through this intelligent energy channel now oh, that sounds weird bringing through this intelligent energy channel the streamings of intelligent infinity basically what they're saying is you know they bring intelligent energy through intelligent infinity when they make contact with indigo they make contact with intelligent infinity and bring intelligent energy this is the use for harvest this is you need to have this possibility now i'm just going to throw in a little reflection that i had here why do they need to use intelligent energy negative beings well just like we do i guess and this is just speculation here but both positive and negative needs to use intelligent energy in a way that is so efficient that they can actually exist in four density so in four density you need to feel in i'm going to use the word feeling feel one to a certain degree you have to have achieved that you know that sense of 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 I don't want to say one or unity. It's the the ability to use intelligent energy to manipulate your own, or not manipulate, but sustain your body in intelligent, um, in four density. See? I have a lot of questions here that I don't have answers to. Like, how, how does this happen? Like, how does a negative entity die in four density? Because they do die. They seize... But I guess they have more connection to time space now and that's the use like that is the, the the skill that they learn here in third density to manipulate energy to a degree where they can um, use time space for for their own purpose and recreate bodies so they can keep reincarnating I don't know I have questions here but I I, I like to go on into how this would be but I don't want to clutter your mind with stuff that I'm thinking um, even though it's cool, I know it's cool. <laughs> At least to me it is, but um, I don't want to include more stuff here. It's interesting. All I know is that they access intelligent energy through the indigo ray so they can um, live in four density. So I guess where I'm going to is how do they uh, reincarnate again? Because if you die, you kind of realize what the whole purpose of creation is, but I guess you're so deluded again with your illusion. I don't know. Let me go to the next questions because some of this is going to be um, expanded. Maybe I can speculate a little bit more. Question five. Don says, then at fourth density graduation into fifth, is there anything like the percentages you gave for third density graduation into fourth for polarization? Oh, this is another fun question. <laughs> Ra says, there are in your modes of thinking responses we can make, which we shall make. However, the important point is that the graduations from graduations from density to density to occur, um, the positive-negative polarity is a thing which will, at the sixth level, simply become history. Therefore, we speak in an illusory time continuum when we discuss statistics of positive versus negative harvest into fifth. So, before we go on, this is a question that you're going to see that Ra didn't get well, uh, or Don didn't ask it properly, whatever the case may be. But Rod does gives us a pretty good insight <laughs> into more stuff. Um, Don's question is, so you can get ready for um, for the re-questioning, is uh, the percentages for graduation into four density are 51% positive, 95% negative uh, service itself, right? Is there something similar in... Um, in in four density, like how? What's the percentage for a positive being to graduate from fourth to fifth? Now, it's not fifty-one percent; needs to be higher. So that's the question. However, Ross says uh, that the important point is that graduations from density to density do occur. Point being that graduations will happen, <laughs> no matter what the percentage is, they will happen, and that's all that matters. That they will happen. Okay, first point. Keep that in mind. Then they say the positive negative polarity is a thing which will at six levels simply become history or obsolete, non-existent. Remember, in six density, polarities are um, dissolved. There is no there's no division. This is unity. Six density is the the lesson of unity. So 
<laughs> they say, therefore, we speak in an illusory time continuum when we discuss statistics of positive versus negative, horizon to fifth. Uh, yeah, uh, precisely when they say that it's an illusory time continuum because n <laughs> none of them exist, positive or negative. It's not. It, they're both the same, you know. And that's that's the that's the real learn, the real learned teaching that we have from six density that positive and negative are not different they are the same we don't see it from here but we can we can really get into it and i talked about this in polarity when i did the kibalion uh that video on the polarity so if you want to know more of polarity through the kibalion but law of one as well because it's the same thing i mean it's it's the same egyptian uh, knowledge <laughs> so go check it out okay so yeah, when they talk about statistics, and this is where they got the question, not wrong, but uh, they answer a different question, basically. They go on and say, a large percentage of fourth density negative entities continue the negative path from fourth to fifth density experience. For without wisdom, the compassion and desire to aid other self is not extremely well informed. Thus, though one loses approximately 2% moving from negative to positive during the fourth density experience, we find approximately 8% of graduations into fifth density, those of the negative. Okay, so what Ra thought was the question was, what percentage of beings or entities graduate from fourth to fifth in terms of positive and negative? That's the percentage that Ra thought uh, Don was talking about. And the answer that they give is that, which it's cool, you know, it's good to know this information, um, even though it wasn't the question, is that a large percentage of fourth density negative entities continue the negative path from fourth to fifth, which makes sense. A large percentage of them continue with the um, illusion of separation from fourth to fifth. So they graduate to fifth density. Um, for without wisdom, they don't have wisdom, okay? They haven't achieved that, that, that knowledge, that understanding, rather. Uh, the compassion and desire to aid other self is not extremely well informed. You see, I love this part because Ra is talking about the negative entity as a positive entity that hasn't realized what, what's, what, what's he doing, what, what it's doing. I don't know. Uh, should I put a gender on it? <laughs> um... But you see, the positive entity, it's the only thing that exists. It's not even positive, it's an entity. It's the creator. <laughs> it's just that one is uh, in, a, in an illusion of separation and the other one knows who he is. Um, so the part that I love about this is that they say they treat the negative entity as simply a brother or sister that is, um, is not aligned with who he is. And so uh, they say the desire to aid other selves is not extremely well informed. They still don't know that they want to help other people for further evolution. However, they say one loses approximately 2% moving from negative to positive during the fourth density experience. We find approximately 8% of graduations into fifth density, those of the negative. Now, why this 2% and 8%? Um, it is not 2% because they say one loses approximately 2% moving from negative to positive. 2% of what? Of the whole? But then why they give 8% so they round it up to 10? If you remember in the past sessions, they have said, and this is why they probably confuse Don's question about percentage. When um, they said back then that 90% on average, 90% of entities graduate from um, positive third density to fourth density. So 90% 90, 90 of people, say on planet Earth, will graduate to fourth density. Well, of those that reach that level of 51%. So 95% of the harvest, 90% of the harvest, I'm sorry, uh, will be positive, 10% will be negative. That's the percentage that Don, uh, that Ra thought Don was talking about, so it's a little confusing. Now, of that 10%, 2% of those will graduate from fourth density to um, to fifth density, negative. I, I'm sorry, positive. I'll give you an example now. 
approximately 8% of graduations of the fifth density, those of the negative. So let me give an example. Uh, 100 people, 100 entities move from third to fourth. 90 of them are going to be positive, 10 of them are going to be negative. In fourth density, um, 90%, uh, 90%, those 90 are going to graduate to positive fifth density, those negative the 10 negatives are going to lose two percent so two of them are going to lose well that'd be 20 percent in this case um i'm confusing even more by saying two percent all right so 10 of those two of them are going to graduate into positive and they're going to leave the negative side and eight of them are going to graduate into fifth density and then from fifth i don't know i don't think they 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 asked that right forget about percentages of every hundred people or entities that go from third to fourth 90% are positive on average, 10% are, um, are negative. Then, um, yeah, so we lose two. They lose two. Only two out of 10, or two out of 10, yes. I hope that makes sense. It makes sense in my head. I'm just going with percentages and unities and, uh, and units, not unities. <laughs> too much unity. Uh, but that's... That's what they meant. And again, you know, this fits perfectly for when they said that 90% of positive um, graduation is um, is positive and then 10% is negative. I think I'm getting more confused myself with everything else. But that's what they meant. Now, Don is going to clarify his question. Question six, he says, well, what I was actually asking was if 50% is required for graduation from third to fourth in the positive sense, 95% is required for graduation in the negative sense. Does this have to more closely approach 100% in both cases for graduation from fourth to fifth? Does an entity have to be 99% polarized for negative and maybe 80% polarized for positive graduation from fourth to fifth? And if you think we're gonna get a clear answer here, you'll be wrong again. Ron says, we perceive the query now, see? Now they understand, now they get it. To give this in your terms is misleading. For there are, shall we say, visual aids or training aids available in four density, which automatically aid the entity in polarization while cutting down extremely upon the quick effect of catalyst. Thus, the density above yours must take up more space time. I'm going to finish it up. The percentage of service to others of positively oriented entities will harmoniously approach 98% in intention. The qualifications for fifth density, however, involve understanding. This then becomes the primary qualification for graduation from fourth to fifth density. To achieve this graduation, the entity must be able to understand the actions, the movements, and the dance. All right, there's a little bit more, but I want to cover what we have so far. So, there is not, just like in third density, we have um, a sort of percentage. And I think... We can, how can we measure? I said I was gonna give you an example of this or an idea. How do you measure 51% service to others? Is it by the amount of thoughts that you have that daily that are 51% service to others? Is it your own feeling of naturally, just how you feel about everything in your life, how you process your experience? That seems to be a little bit more accurate or maybe a combination of both. What really, What's really important is you have to have at least, and this is what it means, you know, more than half of your being needs to be, um, say, within the idea of service to others. And you see service to others, a lot of people at the beginning think it's like, oh, I need to do things for others. That is action. That is not the purpose of third density. The purpose of third density is not action, it's being. So if your being is 51% let's say crystallize in its understanding of, you know, who are others and how you serve others. And service to others is not again action, it's just being, is your own, say when you forgive somebody, that is a service to another self. And it's a service to self as well. That's why the positive polarity is so powerful because it's service to self and service to others. But it's first service to others by recognizing that it's the self in, that is yourself in the other or it's the same self. There is no you self, nor um, other self. There's just one self. So the more you live, live 
be being that's it's not activity it's not action it's not helping you know old ladies cross the street or open the doors to strangers at a grocery store or whatever whatever ideas we have being you know good it's not about being good or bad it's about being uh, oriented towards the self so 51% would be your beingness being that okay so that is how it's it's um it's kind of measured here through the illusion the veil of maya creating the um the hallucination of separation that is the key thing faith needs to be involved here you need to have like i said there is no empirical evidence that we are one i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of information out there that shows us that we are one connected through each other rupert sheldrake uh morphic field of resonance and so on scientifically we have so much quantum physics and so on i mean it's just at this point it's almost like the universe is tearing the veil and showing us all like however else you want to see it we're all one <laughs> pick your poison positive or negative so uh, okay so that's what they said that it's kind of misleading because in four density uh, visual aids and training aids of course you don't have a veil you know you know that we are one when you see the connection so it's about uh, understanding that's the key thing that's what you'll start learning understanding towards wisdom that's uh, just like here we choose to love choice is third density love is fourth density uh, I want to say it this way fourth density is understanding for wisdom see choice for love understanding for wisdom because once you love and you need to understand once you understand you need to be wise and once you're wise enough, you can balance love and wisdom and sixth density, and off you go to unity. Which, again, is something we can do here. It's not like we have to wait step by step, but that's the process. That's at least the um, the diagram that the logos made. Actually, not the logos, but, well, the main logos decided to do this. So, those are the steps. Um... It's important to mention here, before I keep going, what they said. Uh, these aids obviously are automatic uh, for an entity in polarization, but they cut down extremely on uh, the effect of catalyst because catalyst is strong where you have an illusion and you have faith working at its utmost power. Thus, the density above yours must take up more space time. Um, I don't know why they say space time, it should be time space in my books but I guess space-time in terms of the um, the incarnations that we need to have like they're longer yeah 90,000 years per incarnation or so on average whatever whatever be the case uh, so they said um, in the next slide they said okay the percentage of service to others is positively oriented entities will harmoniously approach 98% in intention see in their intention of uh, the positive this is okay the qualifications yeah the qualifications for fifth density however involve understanding so the intention obviously being love um, understanding being the um, the the lesson in fourth density for fifth this then becomes a primary qualification for graduation from fourth to fifth density. Yes, it makes sense. So to achieve this graduation, the entity must be able to understand the actions, the movements and the dance. This means everybody, everybody in unison. So uh, that is the social memory complex. So you see the, most of the process in, in fourth density seems to be revolving around the social memory complex. Why? Because we all get to know uh, the creator through everybody's experience. So imagine, a social memory complex so intense and beautiful with everybody on earth that has gone through all these um all these lives like so much history behind our our planet and we can combine all our histories all our incarnations everything together into one core of being that one social memory complex i think it would be phenomenal i don't think any planet on the galaxy at least has gone through this and i'm not the the only one to say it other channelers have said it uh even dolores cannon says like this is the most intense school for third density 
she didn't say third density, but meaning, you know, this dimension. In any case, um, that's the purpose. Social memory complex, get all together and evolve together. That would be through understanding of each other. And that creates wisdom, which is the qualification. Uh, qualification being actually understanding. But that leads to wisdom. Okay, there's one more part. Ra says, there is no percentage describable which measures this understanding. See? That's the difference. It's based on understanding. It is a measure of efficiency of perception. It may be measured by light. The ability to love, accept, and use a certain intensity of light thus creates the requirement for both positive and negative fourth to fifth harvesting. Now, this also makes sense when you see it from the perspective that if our intentions is service to others here through the veil of evolution, service to others because why? Because I see you as myself. I don't care what the news tells me. I don't care what my parents told me. I don't care what anybody else says. I inherently know that you, you, the one that's watching right now, is me in disguise, playing a different character. So by me knowing that, I'm breaking my my veil of illusion. And I'm saying, I recognize you. I know you're God. Stop messing with me. <laughs> See? Um, and when I do that, that's my polarization. I'm polarizing towards what I cannot see, what I cannot, um, what I cannot prove. And now, uh, this doesn't apply in four density because there's no veil. If there's no veil, I know you are you. Well, not you are you. We are one. <laughs> you are me. Me are me. Are you? Um, so, <laughs> I am youth. So it is a measure of efficiency of perception. This perception to me is understanding. It's knowing and see how they say it may be measured by light. The ability to love, accept, and use a certain intensity of light thus creates the requirement for both positive and negative. What is light? Light is wisdom. Light is the uh, the use of energy. And that energy is different than service to others. You already know that you're a service to others. There's no more, oh, I don't know if I should help you, you know, what's it in for me? <laughs> that whole thing is dissolved in four density. So now the work is to simply understand a little bit more that unconditional love that it's outpouring in us hope that makes sense so it's kind of different i mean it's a um i'll throw in something else that maybe puts a little bit of context julie always asks me how do you think we can see in four density you know such and such thing and that's a wrong uh, question because i don't believe we have eyes that we can see colors see in four density we may have eyes that's all well and good but how, how do you see people's auras? How do you see this and that? Seeing is a limitation from the body, or not a limitation, but it's a, it's a feature of the human body that perceives vibration. Everything is vibration. So what we're seeing, and I was watching, um, sometimes I get into uh, psychology or uh, neurologists talking about, you know, conventional science and they, they were baffled by the idea that, you know, we cannot truly perceive reality as it is. So reality is not what we see. Well, of course it isn't. Reality is just vibration. <laughs> so the beauty of the body is that we have tune, um, tune uh, instruments like the brain that has all these sensory um, extensions to perceive vibration in terms of sound, taste, smell, feeling, sight, and so on smell did i mention smell the five senses so we perceive all of this this doesn't mean that reality is a smell reality or vibration is vibration is vibration this is why uh, it's so beautiful it's actually beautiful to see the confusion that exists in conventional science in terms of understanding reality because they cannot accept the fact that we are um we are vibration and we have simply, the body has a, um, a center of sensory um, output or input, both, to navigate reality. It's as simple as that. In the, we know that old proverb or saying or um, riddle, whatever, that says, if a tree in the, in the forest falls and nobody's there to hear it, does it emit sound? And the answer is no, it doesn't. There is no sound, there is vibration, but when we say the word sound, 
we're interpreting that there is a, a, a membrane that is transducing this or uh, translating this vibration into audio patterns that is recognized by an entity. But if there's no entity to perceive the sound, then there is no sound. There is just vibration. And so that's the thing, the same thing. In any case, I don't even know why I got into this, but... Um, yes, oh, the four density. In four density, we, we may have a different instrument that perceives vibration in different ways, that perceives the other, the feelings of the other. Like, see, here is kind of, it's very veiled the vibration that we emit. However, we can still feel it. Our heart feels when there is a tense moment in, you know, in an environment. We can feel it. But you cannot say, well, I heard that there was anger. <laughs> no, you didn't hear, you didn't see. You felt, and it wasn't like, you know, tactile sensing. It was a feeling in your heart. You feel this contract when you, when there's like people in a room, they're angry and you know, it's just like a feeling. So the heart keeps going in four density, of course. And that to me is the brain, the mind that decodes vibrations in four density. So no longer are we seeing things, even though I'm sure there might be some sort of sight, sure, but it's more the feeling. So that's what I wanted to get at. You know, there is a, there is a difference there. So in the same way, we're going to perceive things differently. Anyhow, I've extended myself way too long. Hope this makes sense. Uh, please leave me comments if this makes sense or not. I love to read what you guys have to say about this. Um, let's go. Last question that I have before we finish up. Don says, can you define what you mean by a crystallized entity? That's a good question. Ra says, we have used this particular term because it has a fairly precise meaning in your language. When a crystalline structure is formed of your physical material, the elements present in each molecule are bonded in a regularized pattern, I correct myself, fashion, with the elements in each other molecule. Thus, the structure is regular and, when fully and perfectly crystallized, has certain properties. It will not splinter or break. It is very strong, without effort, and it is radiant, traducing light into a beautiful refraction, giving pleasure to the eye too many. This is so poetic and beautiful. What is the crystallized entity? Well, crystal is um, crystalline in some regard, right? So crystals have a formation that is um, the atoms are well structured. They're like a carton of eggs, and they're all in in a in, in a position, it's like a magnet. A magnet is iron that has been, um, the iron molecules or atoms actually, have, um, are all pointing in the same direction. It's almost like they have been cummed. <laughs> they have all been cummed into one direction and that's what allows energy to flow, natural energy that exists and that creates magnetism. This is why, oh, you know, where's the energy coming from magnets? It's, ever present. <laughs> it's just being um, channeled through without blockages, without too much, you know, um, jiggling. And it goes straight. So the crystal is the same thing. Our crystallized entity, what's the difference? Well, humans, crystals, do I need to be crystal clear? Well, in energy centers, yes, because in energy centers, you're crystal and the energy flowing through you is not blocked by lower energy centers or the green energy center as well. Um, and it's allowed to be um, to be fully expressed. That's why they say the structure is regular when fully and perfectly crystallized, has certain properties. See, it has the properties, like different properties that they, they may have. Um, I don't know about crystals that much. Uh, Julie actually studies them and has different ideas, not ideas, um, different properties of each and one of them, depending on uh, states of mind and uh, healing as well. It's a bunch of stuff that, again, I'm not familiar with. But they say, okay, so what those properties, and I like this part when they say, it will not splinter or break. It will not splinter or break. What does that mean? It's, um, it is very strong without effort. I love that part. It, it is radiant. All of this is 
the individual self. It will not splinter or break. A crystallized entity is not affected by other people because it knows that other people is the self. So it's not affected. That's a crystallized entity. Um, it's not only that. I mean, there are other properties, like they say, on the crystallized entity. It is very strong without effort. In the Taoism, they call Wu Wei, the Way of Wu Wei, is uh, W U uh, W U. I said it in Spanish. W U W U W E I Wu Wei. That is translated. It doesn't have an, an actual translation. But it's um, it's like an effortless action. There is no intention in the action. There is no um, there's no force. There is no activity that precedes the action. No mental activity. It just simply is just like flowing with life. That's what Wu Wei means, and that is being the strongest possible way. You know, um, the 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 river, um, the the watercourse way. So it's the same thing, it is radiant, just like water, traducing light into a beautiful refraction, giving pleasure of the eye to many. Which is another thing, you know, when you are in the presence of a holy person, you can see that, it doesn't have to be a holy person, but you can just feel the vibration of nice people around you. When you meet somebody and you feel like, oh, this person is so nice, you know, that's because they're radiating that light that you don't understand, just like you feel kind of weird when there's like a tense moment in a family reunion or job, work uh, place, whatever, friends together, and then there's that anger or tension. You can feel it well in the same way you can feel somebody's being, uh, somebody's being actually radiating light. So uh, that is a crystallized entity. There are levels of crystallization, of course, and that's the beauty of this path that you can continue to um, to explore it and be yourself that. Conclusions. We got to the end of the first part because question eight is going to be very long. Um, and of course, we don't have time for that. So um, I want to talk about the, um, the point in our evolution that we are right now and the potential that we have. All our energy centers are in potentiation, Ra said in this session, and they have mentioned in the past. That means that as long as we understand what they mean intellectually, at least the energy centers, and then we can see in action, in beingness, in um, in living, in experience what they represent, then we can start getting you know a grasp on how we are supposed to continue to crystallize ourselves, just like the final question says, so we can be more harmonious with ourselves. Quite honestly, I, in my teachings, I don't express any sort of action that must be taken for, for anything else outside of you, that, oh, you're going to achieve this if you do that, oh, you're going to, none of that. I don't, I don't know, and I honestly don't care <laughs> what happens outside. I care what happens inside because, hey, listen, you know, you're the projector of your life. So whatever it is that is inside you, which I don't know, but we can reveal, that's going to manifest as your fantasy, as your world, as the world is worth the world that is worth living for you. And so I will always give advice in that regard. Always. If I sound anything like that, uh, any other than that, then I... Um, it's not me. Well, we have energy centers, the three lower, and this is just advice that I've been saying for every other session. The lower energy centers need to be unblocked. How do you recognize them? Emotions, uh, frustration, reactions, actually, not frustration. Uh, emotions and reactions. That's how we recognize it. We feel the patterns of what's happening inside. And that's why when I talk to people, I say, all right, tell me what's bothering you. Tell me what's um, if you can summarize your issues, what would you tell me? You know, what's what's the biggest thing that you think? You know, it's uh, it needs change <laughs> because that that which you think needs change, it's exactly what needs to be left alone, so it can manifest in the way it is, and you're just repressing it for whatever reason. We all have our reason to repress them, um, and we're all going through this process. Then, once we achieve a certain sort of balance in our lower energy centers, we go to the green center which to me is enough 
From there, we just need to know that there's no blockages of um, feeling the uh, um, a sort of repression to give because that's what that's what uh, love is is it's giving and freely freely giving and receiving you know being open to to reception that's worthiness knowing that you're worthy of receiving everything in the world so you should never feel uh, unworthy which is something that i can confess it's it's been my my issue being unworthy um several reasons and i'm still going through that process uh, but giving is just something that comes natural once you're in the groove of, of things. When you're uh, in the grove, keeper, yes, okay, <laughs> keeper of the grove. Um, when you are in line with your process of being in your lower energy centers, then that just manifests as freely giving. You just want to give, 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 because there's so much in you that you just want to give. Uh, so receiving is another thing that needs to be balanced here. You need to be worthy of everything that comes your way so with that i hope that makes sense and adds a little bit more to everything else that i i throw in the conclusions we are halfway or sort of in session 47 uh the next question is going to be really heavy it's going to involve the uh the bodies i believe different bodies astral bodies and so on it's a very long question if you can go to session 47 you can read it so we're going to tackle that in the next part Thank you so much for watching as usual. I hope this was helpful and at least entertaining. <laughs> that's the that's the purpose of this, to be entertaining. And if there's anything useful, then that's a plus. Um, I think I have nothing else to say, but remember in the description, all the links if you want to join our Facebook group, which is bilingual, but we have uh, a lot of English people there too, who speak English, joining more as the minute goes. And yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. Um, I'll see you. I'll see you in session forty-seven, part two.